that too. It's just not fair. Jeff, hello. Tanya, you're brilliant. Unfair sale. You know that's actually a good idea. It's the Cub Cadet Unfair Sale going on right now at PMP. Check out our Cub Cadet tractors starting at $16.99 or an Ultima ZT150 for just $29.99. Look, Tanya, I found the mower on the KRNT Des Moines. Des Moines Radio Group Station and home of ESPN Radio. This is 1350 ESPN. Simulcasting on 102.1 FM. Des MMA with your hosts, the true Americans, Scott Casper and Zach Bogle. Connect with them now on social media and check out YouTube. USATakedown.com. Now it's time for USA Take for USA Takedown. Hello again, everybody. It is USA Takedown, right? Iowa Sports Leader, thirteen fifty ESPN, also online and also at one hundred two point one FM. Good morning, Zach. How are you? Oh, I can't believe it's Friday again. Big show on tap, right? Yeah, big show on tap. Hour number one is the announcers' hour with Dorothy Mayab and Sandy Stevens. Hour number two, the guests include Mike Zadek, Miles Amin, and comedian Greg Warren, the Missouri Tiger. How about that? Yep. And, I, you know, people say, well, what are you having a comedian on board? Well, he is very proud of his wrestling heritage, and uh, and I'm very proud of him, too. He's become a great friend over the years, Greg Warren. Very funny guy. You don't need to lead him down the path to a story. He'll come up with his own bits, and he's very fun. I hope you guys will enjoy that. Um, this portion of our program live from, uh, uh, our studios is brought to you in part by many of our great sponsors, but I do want to thank them one by one, including five talents, financial management group and our friends at mullets. When was the last time, Danny, that you, sir, our producer, Danny Bishop, were at mullets? Well, boy, it's a, probably at least a couple of weeks, but you know, one of my favorites <laughs> is breakfast anytime what? with hash i love hash browns oh by if if i don't have uh, hash browns for breakfast i get just a little bit cranky mm. but if you're looking for the best breakfast place in des moines yep. you're gonna love mullet's famous breakfast menu it's online you can look at it in advance you can wait till you go there mullet's is an american riverside bar and grill with a two-level patio affording you great views of downtown delivery orders available through doordash and on the walls, you'll enjoy all your favorite sports heroes. Dan Gable, everybody knows Dan. Yeah. You never know who you'll run into at Mullet celebrating all things about the hair, uh, <laughs> the hairstyle. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, you know, making it all business in the front and, of course, the party in the back. 1300 Southeast 1st Street, Des Moines. Call ahead for reservations, 244-1443-244-14. 43, that is mullets. They love wrestling there, don't they, Zach? I, that's the best part. We try to surround ourselves with with uh, wrestling people. And by the way, before we get to our first guest, uh, I want to ask each and every one of you to get online, subscribe to the YouTube channel that is Stalemates. Uh, there's a brand new uh, interview that dropped last week, and it's an interview you did with Kyvin Gadsden. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah, I just, well, first of all, you know, my relationship with his family yep. over the years and, and, uh, I just thought it was a wonderful interview. Very, uh, candid, yeah. um, open book, uh, no hidden agendas except for one thing he wasn't able to release, but uh, I understand he might be wrestling an event coming up at the end of the month. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it's called the wrestling underground. I believe that it's put on by Chael Sonnen, uh, I did some research on it, but it's kind of hard to find out right. exactly what it is. Um, I believe that they're going to be wrestling in an octagon, which is cool. I'm not sure. You've done a lot of 
wrestling events over the years. Have you ever seen that where it's just strictly wrestling and wrestling rules in an octagon? Yeah, I have. And, okay. and, and it's not unique, but it's special. That's yeah. the best part. And the other special part is that it's a guy that actually cares about our sport, putting it on. Yeah. Chael Sonnen. He's not doing it to make a buck. Although I bet you anything he makes a buck. Uh, you're going to be able to watch it online as well, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, with the lack of sports nowadays because of the whole COVID-19, um, you see a lot of these media companies and uh, whoever putting together these wrestling cards, which I think is great for the sport. It's a way for these athletes to get paid. Um, this is just another one. They're taking it all the way out to the West Coast, um, the Northwest Coast, out in Oregon. Um, some of the some of the matchups that we have, uh, Kyvin Gadsden, actually, who we were just talking about, will be wrestling Nick Gwizdowski. Um, I'm super excited for that one. Um, let's see. Who else do we have here? All right. So, by the way, I want to just put a cap on what I'm talking about. The YouTube channel. Yep. Give them the YouTube channel address. Uh, it's called Stalemates. So, YouTube slash Stalemates. Um, we're growing. We're going to reach 400 subscribers soon. We have uh, like... It could be you. 1,100 Twitter followers right now. We're growing. This is... It's exciting. Really a it's grassroots fun. effort, isn't it? Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> uh, so again, YouTube channel stalemates. Okay. Uh, so that's my uh, unabashed uh, Thank plug you. for our friends at, at uh, stalemates. Zach, the proprietor, indeed. All right. Um, and by the way, we're we're going to be guests on another radio program, uh, and our friends uh, on the East Coast have been enjoying his work for a while. He's one of the most recognized officials. His radio program is called Inside the Wrestling Circle. Rick Solovsky, Solovsky, Solovsky. I'll get it right. Either way, uh, Rick's going to be joining you on uh, Sailmates, going to be joining us here on USA Takedown. By the way, I want to thank our friends at Wild Rose Casinos. Okay, they are open. Uh, they're doing some open air concerts uh, that um, is for your benefit, keep you entertained. Want to make sure you know about Wild Rose. Look for them online. And uh, feel free to give any one of the three locations, Jefferson, Emmitsburg, or Clinton, give them a call. Uh, they'd love to see you. I understand gaming revenues are up, and that's a real positive. Gaming revenues are up. They continue to incline, and that's a good thing. If they're off 5% from last year, same date, same time, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. But most quality operations are seeing an uptick for a reason because they are just that quality operations. And uh, Wild Rose definitely leads the way, thanks to our good friends Tom Timmons, who holds a record, by the way, of most appearances on my programs. Mm. Yeah, I love interviewing Tom Timmons because he's always uber positive. And then, of course, uh, uh, you've got uh, great management at every single location, including Travis out at Jefferson. He's uh, a good buddy, and I love that guy. Uh, shout out to uh, John Label of Label Marketing. If you have marketing issues you would like him to help you with, he can do it. He's a pro. Label Marketing here in Des Moines. Doesn't mean he can't help you other places. Several years ago, I was the recipient of um, an award called the Ed Aliberti Golden Microphone Award. Uh, we'll get to our, our number one guest as soon as Danny gets back in the studio. But the Ed Aliberti Award is a golden microphone award that's uh, given to individuals who have risen above uh, the balance, if you will, of the announcers out there. Ed Aliberti would sing the national anthem with great aplomb, great um, uh, passion, and he was just a terrific guy and wonderful to be around, part of our sport, well-respected and well-loved. Well, 
uh, USA Wrestling and uh, the organization thought enough of Ed to name this award after him. Um, our first guest has got an Ed Alberti Award. Our second guest has an Ed Alberti Award. You're talking or listening to me. I have one. I'm uh, part of uh, a very, very small group of people. And it may not mean anything to anybody else. It may just mean something to the recipient. Um, and one of the reasons why, Zach, I wanted to do a an announcer's hour, okay, was because uh, much like the wrestlers, the announcers are also going through uh, a quiet time, okay? Right. And we have to perform. We want to perform. We, we dig performing. You, mm-hmm. you follow me? Yep. Okay. And our, our announcers are no, no different than, uh, say somebody who would perform on a stage in Branson, Missouri or in New York city or LA, um, people that put on concerts, people that the singers, the actors and theater productions, everybody's going through this uh, withdrawal. And, um, I thought it important enough to talk to announcers, uh, and get their, 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 their take. One of those I had originally invited and scheduled was A.L. Hazlip, and A.L. is um, jetting off to Los Angeles, where, or at least California, where um, uh, he will be welcoming a new grandchild. So he has begged off this particular episode, but we'll have him on again in the future. A wonderful guy. That's one thing I, I do enjoy. There's a, there's a small group of people uh, who have made their... Uh, their mark in the world of wrestling by being announcers. And when you hear that voice, uh, for example, like Dorothy, when you hear Dorothy's voice, um, you automatically know it's time to wrestle. And I love that. And mm-hmm. when you were a competitor, there were volunteers uh, at the high school level. And then it starts to get serious. Right. Okay. But a lot of times that's where uh, announcers get their bones. That's where they make their, their mark. And then they move up from there. Yeah. So, you know, I, I really value, um, you know, the high school announcers and the small kids announcers. Scott, did you start uh, at that level or did you jump right in and into the deep end? Well, you know, it's weird. I was announcing a, a pro fight. Okay. okay. It was a pay-per-view here in Des Moines. It was a boxing event. And Kevin Jackson, Chris Bono and company from Iowa State, uh, I think Chris Campbell was there. But they were sitting at a big round table and I'm sitting next to Don King and, uh, uh, and Bob Stupak. So I'm sitting between these two guys. You might I, know him. I got a bet running with Stupak who comes out of the drape first in the main event. Mm. Well, what Stupak doesn't realize, and we got a hundred bucks riding on this, who comes out of the drape? That was my idea. Who comes out of the drape next? Or first, I should say. Uh, in a main event, traditionally, the challenger comes out first, then the, champion. the champion. Well, I said the champion's going to come out first. So Stupak took my bet. Were you tipped off? And it was idea. It was his idea. Um, that was amazing. It was amazing that he would take the bet. So the long and the short of it is I won a hundred bucks because the champion came out first. I had a piece in my ear from the truck telling me exactly <laughs> who was coming out the drape first. So I won a hundred bucks off Bob Stupak. I think they call that the sixth sense. Yeah. Well, that's the sixth or seventh sense. All right. 
Tell you what, when we come back, we're going to be talking with Dorothy Mayab and Sandy Stevens, our guests in the first hour, live from the uh, Wild Rose Casino Studios. This is Takedown. Don't forget, visit our friends at Defense Soap. The Newsmaker Hotline is uh, presented by our friends at Defense Soap. You can call them and call us, rather, at 244-1350, 244-1350. You're listening to USA Takedown. More with Bogle and Casper on the side of the break. You're listening to Iowa Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All USA Takedown guests appear on the Defense Soap Newsmaker Hotline. Made in the USA with unparalleled quality and it's guaranteed Defense Soap. It's what the pros use. Communities need leaders. The birthplace of Bob Feller, Van Meter, Iowa, has two. Paul Szynski and Jim Sinclair have always been there for their community and for the thing that drives us, wrestling. In a position to help or need a cause to get behind, your neighbors and friends can use a hand. Leaders always come together to help, to plan, and to work to make their communities a better place to live. So special thanks to Jim Sinclair and Paul Szynski, two examples of men who lead. Follow these two professionals on LinkedIn for investment opportunities and more. The term barbarian was first used in ancient Greece. The athletes were said to be barbarians. Today's modern athletes embrace the hard work when wearing the great gear from barbarian apparel. You make the choice. Custom graphics, the best sublimation. Colors that pop and logos that matter. Barbarian provides great service before and after the process. Make the right choice. Choose Barbarian Apparel. BarbarianApparel.com the Defense Soap Facts, Dateline, Cleveland, Ohio. For 12 years, he competed. For 17 years, he coached. And for 30 years, he's policed the streets of Cleveland. He saw teams and programs decimated by skin-borne disease, a wrestler's worst nightmare. He didn't like the chemical-based products on the market and knew that there had to be a better way, a better defense. He found religion in the ingredients that make up the basis for Defense Soap, tea tree and eucalyptus oil. Defense Soap, all natural safe to use. It's available around the world now at DefenseSoap.com Welcome back everybody. Scott, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I appreciate it. It is USA Takedown. I saw you put a post out there on uh, social that said, I can't believe it's Friday already. Thank God it's Friday and we get to do the show. And I feel the same way, Zach, so I appreciate that thought. Um, one of the things that um, has happened here in the Midwest, we had, uh, some would say, as much as 90-mile-an-hour winds. They're, I think I've heard that number. Yeah, they're calling it the like a derecho. I've never even heard that before yeah, Monday. Spanish for terrible, terrible storm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, it knocked out power, and it's also screwed up our phone lines. So in the... Uh, effort of getting our guests on we're asking all of our guests to call in and uh, we will text you each and every one of you uh to call us at a certain number so our first guest has done just that she is the 2018 ed Alberti golden microphone award winner my friend dorothy may dorothy how are you hey i'm good scott how are you doing this morning i'm good can, can i call you dort do you mind uh if you called me dorothy i'd feel like i was in trouble so. that's what i'm talking about welcome to the show kid Thanks. Thanks. It's good to talk to you. I know Kansas, Kansas City did not get hit like we did up here in Iowa, but uh, you've, you've no doubt seen the pictures, the graphics, and the media presentation of what happened up here. And uh, it has been terrible. Uh, some of this, one of the buildings I've rented over the years, the ice arena here in Des Moines, for example, had much of the roof blown off. 
and, it's been awful. I mean, between the, the damage to the buildings and the, the crops right. and just, I mean, everything. It's just about absolutely ten, devastating. Get this number, Zach. 10 million acres of crops leveled. That's insane. That will definitely have an effect on uh, production at the end of the season, I guarantee you. I'm a big sweet corn fan, so if I don't get sweet corn, I'm going to be pretty upset. That's what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I told a girlfriend last night. She's like, no, the sweet corn. The best part of summer. The sweet corn. What was the um, immediate feeling when you were told that you would be receiving the 2018 edition of the Alberti Golden Microphone Award? Uh, Disbelief. I, I just, it, it's such a, it's such a big deal. It's such a huge honor. I mean, right. obviously, you know, you've right. been there. People like you and Sandy and Ed and Al. I mean, just the list of people, the people on that list, I just, I've looked up to you and I've admired you and I've followed your work and I've watched you guys over the years and I've, I've tried to learn from you and, and use you as mentors. So to, to even be mentioned in the same breath is, pretty overwhelming i was humbling yeah humbling indeed but you got the you got the award it was presented to you at an event a kickoff party if you will that was organized but get this jordan and lauren burroughs yeah uh, i thought so that was fun. cool you know so much fun super super neat night lots of great people there and, and you know you talk about iowa a couple of our iowa buddies were there because it was at ncaa's and they found out I was getting the award. Well, you know, at NCAAs, you don't normally take dress clothes and things like that. <laughs> these these couple Iowegians <laughs> went out and bought dress clothes and uh-huh. bought tickets so that they could go that night. Is that so, cool? Just another testament to the people that are amazing people in Iowa. Dorothy, talk to our listeners. Tell everybody how you got started because everybody has to start somewhere and then we find our way uh, to wherever we are today, in your case, uh, one of the preeminent announcers in the country. How did you start? Well, thanks, Scott. Um, I, you know, I, I originally thought that I wanted to be an athletic trainer, and uh, kind of that was my path, and, and then realized kind of halfway through that maybe that wasn't the path for me, but I had since gotten hooked on wrestling and wanted to make sure I stayed around it and tried to find a way to make that happen. And um helped out did some announcing people had always said you know hey you've got a voice for radio hey you should announce you should do these things (laughs) and uh i was at a tournament at at the time it was cmsu central missouri state now it's ucm and uh head coach robin ursland at the time and their announcer didn't show and he came over and said hey dort i need i need you to get on the mic and i need you to run this tournament and i thought you want me to do what how are you going to turn down rob Right. Well, you can't. You can't. He would crush you. Right. But uh, so, yeah, so I stepped in and uh, I guess, as you would say, you know, cliche, the rest is history. So he really gave me my first big, big break and uh, big opportunity and just and went from there, just absolutely fell in love with it and just tried to immerse myself in it, surround myself with people that could help me be better so that I could do my best for the sport so that I could showcase the people I was there to showcase. Um, I got a question for you. This is Zach over here, Scott's co-host. Um, I'm reading hey, here. Zach. Hi, how are you doing? Good. I'm reading here that um, you got your start at University of Central Missouri. Right. Um, yeah. Did you, do you, does the name Matt Johnson ring a bell? That was my high school wrestling coach. Do you have any dirt on him? 
<laughs> Unfortunately for you, Matt's a pretty class A guy, so not a lot of dirt. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so you're I tried from the same script I am, right? Okay. But yeah, he's he's a good man. <laughs> his his brother Chris actually coached with my husband Gary for a while, and uh, now his his son is actually on his way to uh, Fort Hayes. Yeah, Matt's, Fort Hayes, I believe. Yeah, to wrestle. So Matt's the best. Yeah, shout out yeah. to Matt. All right, so he's a good man, Dart, just. Um, and for our listeners' benefit, um, we talked about uh, not being able to perform. Um, we go through withdrawals like any other performer, but how have you been handling that? Not very well. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's okay. Um, you know, it's it, you know, you do what you you do what you have to do. You just you stay in touch. Um, we've got we've had lots of zooms with friends. I have a group we call the Village of. Uh, some D2 ladies that I work with that, that basically help run D2s, you know, and we actually, you know, we got canceled that Thursday, you know, right, right in the middle of workouts the day before or Friday, the day before we were supposed to start. And, you know, so Jackie Paquette, she schedules zoom meetings so we can see each other's faces and talk. And it's just, it's, it's definitely a gap. So I think it, you know, and obviously we miss the event, we miss the action, we miss the wrestling. I miss that, but you know, we've always said, you know, Scott, wrestling's family. Yeah. I miss, I miss the people. I miss being around the people and watching the people interact and watching the people perform and mm-hmm. and just being around that family is what's been the hardest for me, at least. Is there an event? Uh, and let's face it, there are many events in our history as announcers, but is there an event that stands out? Um, amongst all of them, uh, perhaps a little bit more than the others. Um, you're right. There's so many great ones. Um, I think as far as me, you know, I still have that little bit, like you asked about the golden mic, that little bit of that overwhelmed, that kind of fangirl. Am I really here moment? And I think that was the world cup Mm. at Carver Hawkeye in Iowa city. It was, you know, the first day I was with, uh, Jason Bryant. Yep. And then he actually, he had to head out to the Commonwealth Games in Australia. So day two, it was AL and I. And uh, Was I it, there? It, well, you were you were there, but you weren't up on the, the, the row, in the back row with us. Was I in the mat? But I thought I saw you. I thought I saw you on the mat. Oh, no, no. On that event, I was doing uh, color or play-by-play. Where were you? Yeah, I think but I you was were there. Yeah. But it was such a blur. It was, it was, oh, my God, this is this is the world cup and right. I'm, I'm here. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You know, and they brought it up and we got to hold it and take pictures. And it was, it was, man, you, you better be on your A game. <laughs> you better figure out how to pronounce these names. You know, Christina Hargrove on me about, you know, Cuba. Hey, you better roll those R's girl. Yeah. Boy. You know, it's just, it's such a, it, it was such a big deal. And I mean, you're right. There's so many great events, but that one, I just really was, I, I fangirled through the whole thing because it was such an incredible event. Carver Hawkeye is an amazing arena mm. to do any sort of wrestling in. The house that Gable built. The house that Gable built. You right. know, it just it was such an amazing feeling and such an honor to be around that. You know, I remember when when Japan was wrestling. You know, they're normally so stoic and so controlled, and and in their you know in their final matches they were so emotional yeah. and so excited that. 
you know, it made me a little emotional and I was like, all right, you can't choke up. You got to get through this professionally lady. Come on. Yeah. But it was, it was amazing. I think that's been one of my favorite events today. All right, Zach, uh, we're talking with one of the best. Yeah. Okay. Her <laughs> husband, uh, has immersed himself in the sport as well. Okay. And this is a wrestling family. Yeah. That's what wrestling is. It's kind of a microcosm look at the macrocosm. I say it all the time, but realistically, mm-hmm. that's what wrestling is. Mm-hmm. It is life boiled down into one complete little package called wrestling. And yep. balancing that and not having favorites, but appreciating uh, results. They're two really totally different things. And if you miss that, I think you're missing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But it's, people say, do you have favorites? Well, you have favorite people, but it's, in a, from my perspective as an announcer, and perhaps you'll agree, uh, you, you don't have a favorite to win an event. You, you follow no. what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there's just, we have so many amazing athletes in our sport, but they're also such amazing humans. There it is. You know, and you go and uh, I just look at somebody like a Jaden Cox. Oh, my goodness. How do you not cheer for that guy? <laughs> I got how not unfair, but my goodness, could he be more talented, good looking, athletic? He can sing. He could. I mean, there's not anything this guy doesn't have. I got a question no. for the both of you guys. OK. Yeah. Um, do you guys ever cheer for the wrestler with the easier name to pronounce so that way you don't, you know, sweat it? <laughs> you know that, that it's, it's, and Dort, you agree with this. Uh, the harder the name looks to pronounce, generally speaking, for an announcer, the easier it is to announce. Yeah, because we, that's critically, right? Bruce, you, Bruce Buffer said that last week on the show, but exactly. I, I don't believe him. I feel like yeah. that's some sort of uh, thing oh. that announcers try to say, but for everybody else, we're like, I don't believe that. Dorothy, what's your opinion? Well, sometimes though, Scott, it's psychological, right? You got to trick yourself into saying this is the easy one. I because have... the last thing you want to do is butcher it. And my maiden name is Malakovich, oh, so cool. it was never right. So I always try extra hard That's a piece if of I cake. see one to make it easier. Well, yeah, you think it's a piece of cake. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, the, I, honestly, the, guy, the people that don't care, you know, when you go up and you say, "You let me say your name wrong," oh, I don't care. Right? Oh, it's okay. No. No, it's not. There's okay. always somebody, though. There's always somebody that will come up to you at the World Cup. AL and I were announcing the World Cup uh, in Los Angeles at the Forum, right? Mm-hmm. And this woman comes up, and I'm busy talking on the microphone. And she comes up and she starts trying to teach me how to pronounce Croatian names or whatever <laughs> the country was. And, and I said, as much as I appreciate your input, perhaps we could do it later when I'm not actually butchering the names you say i'm butchering she didn't say it like that but perhaps there was a better time to improve my uh my ability to speak the language that she's uh, promoting uh but there are people out there that actually believe that the rest of the people okay uh, know that i'm mispronouncing a name i guarantee you they don't whatever comes out of my mouth your mouth al's mouth sandy's whatever they think that the way we say it is right because they don't hear it as often. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I tell you what, I used to announce high school baseball games, and I always knew, I'll, I could always get my home team, uh, I could always get their names right because I knew all the kids. Right. But the visiting team, 
I always knew when I got it wrong when the visiting section would all look up to the press box like and shake their head like, no, that's not right. Uh, do you remember the first time that maybe you were corrected by an athlete? I don't know if I remember the first time. I mean, I just, I just know I, I try, like if we have duels and stuff at home, mm-hmm. it, before we start, I'm over with the coach going, hey, how do I say this name? Hey, how do I say this? Because I don't want to. Right. Um, I remember in Vegas several years ago, um, the first time I announced Tamira, and I called her Tamira. <laughs> I've done and, it so many times. Yeah, I and and immediately I think Terry, I think Terry Steiner came up and was like, "Hey, it, it's Tamira." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry." So <laughs> I made sure, you know, the next time I said it, I was like, "Tamira," you know, you make make a big deal. And then I saw her later, and I was like, "I'm so sorry." Right. And and she's one of the ones that laughs and is like, "Oh, it's not a big deal. Oh, it doesn't matter." I'm like, "Oh no, it absolutely matters." Oh my! Well, God. and now now you're world champion, Tamira Mensa Stock. So <laughs> I got I better say it right now. We got to get her on the show. Oh, yeah, I've got to get her on the show. Um, another amazing human. I'll, I'll give you mine, okay? Uh, and and we're running close to the break, uh, Dort. Uh, but I'll give you mine. I was asked specifically. I was announced in the Big Twelves, and it was happened to be at Hilton Coliseum in Ames, a storage facility. Mm-hmm. And Mola Wall came up to me and said, please don't call me Mohammed, just Mo. Mm-hmm. And yep. he won his weight class. And and I said, and your winner, the Big 12 championship at whatever weight it was, he is from Oklahoma State, Mohammed Lawal. And man, oh man, he heard it. And oh, I he wheeled around on you, didn't he? Well, I went in the, the, the tunnel to go private so he could feel free to nail me mm-hmm. and uh, i said i have to apologize he said and i said in the heat of the moment i wanted to draw it out so bad and make that moment so big for you and from that moment on we became great friends and oh, throughout his, his pro career as a, as a fighter his uh, wrestling career pro career as a fighter and now pro wrestling uh, we've remained friends, but it was because of that moment where we, I, me actually cared. Dort, you've been in the same position. And, um, I, for one, wanted to thank you, have you on the show and thank you for all that you've given the passion you exhibit, uh, on your presentation of our athletes, of our coaches, of our sport. Uh, our sport would be uh, a mere shadow of that, which we see in here without uh, the participation of great announcers like you and great people like your husband, Gary, don't tell him I said that, but <laughs> let him know that, you know, we share a common bond and a great love of the sport. And I appreciate you guys so very, very much. And uh, Missouri may be your home, but America is lucky to have you as one of its preeminent announcers. Oh, thank you so much, Scott. I appreciate it. And thanks for having me on. It's always we, an honor. We love you, kid. We'll do it again. Okay. Love you too, brother. I miss oh, you. Thank you. I miss you again too. soon, I hope. There's, in Iowa in October, I hope. There you go. Fingers crossed. Thank you, kiddo. We'll talk Thanks, to you soon. Scott. There we go. Take Dorothy. Care. Dorothy Mayab, you know the name. You've heard the voice. And I'll tell you what, she's wonderful. As most of the people are in our sport, they're just wonderful people when they let down that wall so you can get to know them. Uh, and yeah, announcers are, are uh, and many times, uh, burdened with that public persona and people want to get to know you and there's only so many minutes in the day so you have to be somewhat protective they're, right they're human too yeah but there is that wonderful soft side if you will and dorothy's 
a perfect example of that. All right, you're listening to USA Takedown, brought to you in part by our friends at Northwestern Mutual. Northwestern Mutual is a guy named what? Trent right. Weatherman. He's Weather, the best. Weatherman. Weatherman. Yep. yep. Um, and I hope you're going to get him booked. Uh, I don't know if it's next week or the week after, yeah? Yeah, next week, hopefully. I gotta, uh, I'm got to. i going to talk to Trent today. All right, and confirm that, and uh, we'll have Trent on to talk about his wrestling career and why he should be your Northwestern Mutual agent. You're listening to USA Takedown live on 1350 ESPN. Calderberg's PBS Landscaping knows what grows best in Iowa because they're from Iowa. Locally owned and operated, Calderberg's is a full-service landscaping and lawn care company. Everything you need from lawn care and landscape design to water features, tree planting, irrigation, and snow removal. Matt Calderberg and his staff are great. They take care of my family year-round. They can take care of yours, too. My office and home, they cover it all. They're my friends and should be yours as well. Visit them at calderberglandscaping.com. Live music is back. Saturday, August 15th, Arch Allies return to Wild Rose Casino and Resort. Don't miss this outdoor concert event featuring the best from rock's biggest bands. Journey, Def Leppard, Bon Jovi, and more. Tickets on sale now for just five bucks. 20 day of show. Get your tickets now. Arch Allies at Wild Rose in Jefferson. All right, uh, today's economy presents certain challenges, and who's got the answers, Danny? Any idea? Any idea at all? I think it's five well, talents, you know, financial management, right? I, I, I absolutely do, and I think uh, that the, 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 the people there will help you navigate some very complicated issues. Today's economy presents certain challenges. Along with them come opportunities and hmm. potential rewards are for those who can identify long-term trends and, of course, Don Boyd and his team of financial advisors at Five Talents Financial Management Group can help you navigate today's economy, which is extremely challenging. And, uh, you know, whether you're facing retirement or just looking to better understand certain investment ideas, they can help. They, they're, they're the experts that know all about that. Five Talents Financial Management's first priority is your overall success. They want to learn more about your personal situation. They're going to identify your dreams, your yeah. goals. Yep. They're going to help you understand your tolerance for risk. And that's a complicated issue. And it's, there's not one answer for everybody. Long-term relationships that encourage open and honest communication are the cornerstone of their foundation. That's right. And that's the foundation for success. Look for them online, ftfmg.com. That's ftfmg.com, ftfmg.com, or give them a call. 515-223-7487-223-7487. Talents Financial Management Group. Thank you very much, Danny. And I know that phone is ringing just for you, sir. Hey, this portion of our program, as you mentioned, Five Talents, but we also want to recognize Ghazali's MJ has his name over the door for a reason. I think Sandy's probably trying to call in. I don't know if you missed it or not. Uh, yeah. Hi, Scott. There you are, Sandy. How are you? Yes, kid? yes. I'm fine, thank you. All right. Now, this is the test for all the announcers, okay? Okay. 
The test is whether or not you do your job good enough. And everybody's got a personality. Okay, I think she gets mm-hmm. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I'm speaking as if you're not here, Sandy. So just listen for a minute. Okay. okay. All right. So the the real test for all announcers is whether Sandy Stevens uh, will either care enough about you to correct you and teach you some of that which she's learned over her many years of announcing our sport. She cares like nobody. Uh, we just had Dorothy Mayab on. Dort is of the same ilk. Uh, but Sandy is what we call the first lady. We refer to her as the first lady of our sport for a reason, because she is there. She sets that, um, uh, that bar. Okay. And Zach, you understand what I'm saying? Setting the bar high. I don't know that it's ever high enough for Sandy because she expects all of us to do our very best at any given time. And of course I'm talking about Sandy Stevens, the first lady of wrestling. She joins us now from Illinois. Sandy, how are you? Hi, Scott, and thank you so much. I, I, I know that I paid you well for yes. you to be able to say all those nice things about me. Yes, thank you. I learned, uh, I don't remember who it was, Jason or somebody, cash your check before you have them on the show. So <laughs> <laughs> okay. You've covered the globe as a wrestling announcer, but your role has uh, morphed into even more than that. You become a excellent ambassador for a sport at all levels. There's never a more important event, more important than the one you are announcing that day. And I appreciate that um, from my work in the NBA, uh, professional football, hockey, fights, wrestling, doesn't matter. Whatever I'm announcing, heck, I just did a go-kart world championship, uh, (laughs) indoor karting championship, but what is it, uh, Wednesday, Thursday? So it would have been Wednesday night. I had a ball. But I, I thought of that event as being the most important event I could possibly announce at that moment, especially for the people that were listening. And how do how does that come about for you? When you know, when does when did that kick in for you, that that idea, that realization? I'm not sure when I I don't I don't know that it was a conscious realization, but it was um, a feeling that Everybody deserves our best in a situation like this. Scott, as you know, I do a lot of events Mm -hmm. that I don't get paid for. That's right. And that surprises a lot of people. For example, you know, all the years at Fargo and all USA Wrestling events, I get my transportation and my hotel, and that's essentially it. So, you know, it's not like, oh, you paid me all this money, so I better do a good job. It's, it has nothing to do with it. It's right. Those people, and by those people, I don't mean just the wrestlers, but the wrestlers, the parents, the relatives, the fans, the officials, the coaches, they all deserve our best, or we shouldn't be there. You know, there's a big difference between announcing and performing, and I think most of us realize that but we're not there for us. Right. We're there for them. And, you know, that may sound corny, but you ask me, you know, where that philosophy came from. And I think it was from the beginning when I realized um, when I started doing play by play, my very, very, very first tournament, which was only three teams, three or four teams, I thought, 
I just automatically started doing play-by-play, and people came up to me and said, I'm so glad you're doing that because I didn't understand it. You know, and as an announcer, our first responsibility is to the wrestlers and the coaches so they know where they need to be, why they need to be there, uh, you know, what time they need to be there, and so on. But our second responsibility is to the fans. And, you know, I want them to be engaged. I want them to be excited. I want them to understand enough. And and it may be a novice. It may be somebody who's never seen wrestling before. But I want them to get hooked on our sport. Mm. And that's that's so key. And and you were hooked because of uh, a fella that... uh, (laughs) <laughs> I was hooked on him first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you were caught in the bear trap as it were. That's uh, right. We're talking about Bob, your late husband, um, uh-huh. Bobby bear Stevens, uh, moving to Cedar Rapids was a step in the right direction, at least from my point of view, because you were able to do something that somebody asked you to do. You were at Cedar Rapids Kennedy which uh, I think it was his first wrestling coaching position. Is that right? He was. He, yeah. His first head wrestling coach. Okay. But we were from Cedar Rapids. We actually moved back. We both were born and reared in Cedar Rapids, uh, graduated from Cedar Rapids, Washington. And we went back and taught at Washington. And then Bear became the first head wrestling coach at Kennedy mm-hmm. when I had our first baby. And um, then eventually I taught at Washington, excuse me, at Kennedy also after Bear went into school administration. But that's, yes, that's where my very first meet was. And your first First child was born, uh, I'm I'm trying to remember, your first child's name? Scott. That's right, I just want to move it up. (laughs) Yes, I know. Self-serving, sure. Hard to pronounce, too, yes. Scott. Diacritically mark that sucker. Okay. Uh, let's go to Zach Bogle, my co-host. He has heard your voice so many times. Never the pleasure has he had meeting you, but uh, he was super excited when I said we're doing an announcer's hour to recognize um, our friends that um, you know really take this seriously and do it with such passion. Zach, this is Sandy. Sandy, Zach. Uh, Sandy, Hi, Zach. How, how are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Um, I'm actually going to turn the page a little bit here. I actually have a bone to pick with you, I believe. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What did I mispronounce? No, 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 no. So uh, <laughs> it's much more serious than that. Um, I'm, re- I'm reading here on the script that you helped um, with the like, renovation project of West Gym. Yes. I have been there multiple times as a visiting fan, and it, there's no brutal place, more brutal place than West Gym. <laughs> <laughs> so, Actually, uh, I, I need to I need to clarify a little bit. Okay, it, the part of the West Gym that I helped with is the wrestling room. Okay, so you you had nothing to do with the then when they started doing dual meets there. Um, the only thing that affects I shouldn't say the only thing that affects the West Gym is that, and we're talking about Northern Iowa in case people don't understand that. Yep. But um, which is my alma mater and my husband's alma mater. That's where Bear wrestled and he got his first two degrees there. But um, Bill's coach was, excuse me, Bear's coach was Bill Cole, the um, amazing, what an amazing man. Yep. And the, it's the Bill Cole wrestling room um, that we totally was, we were able to totally renovate and 
badly needed, badly needed. But it's dedicated to a man, a coach, who used the lessons of wrestling, who used wrestling, excuse me, to teach the lessons of life. And that's who Bill was. And he had such a tremendous influence on my husband. So I can be blamed for helping renovate the wrestling room, <laughs> which, which <laughs> enables those wrestlers to yeah. go out in the West Gym. And <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I'll tell and you I've what. Had, one, one time I was walking, it, uh, it was a real snowy um, evening, and I was there for, I believe it was the Mizzou you and I meet, and uh, my parents sent me to go get something from the concession stands. And so I'm walking down the wooden bleachers at West Gym, where it's real small. I believe it was probably sold out, as it usually is. Uh-huh. And once my boots hit the slippery wood floor, I oh, fell no. right on my back in front of everybody that was in West Ham, however many thousands of people That's are there. That's a great moment to remember, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> I was booed. I was booed, laughed at. People told me to go back to Missouri. What? It was oh. brutal. So I know what it, I, oh. I kind of think I know what it feels like to be a visiting wrestler there. And I'll tell you what, the Panther train, they are... They mean business up there. I thought you were they do. from, they from do. Centerville, and Iowa. I am. I'm not even from Missouri, but I was wearing the Missouri shirt, and uh, yeah, that's what happened. You're from Centerville. I am, yep. You know what? My oh. dad was from Mystic, and I know oh, wow. you know where Mystic is. Absolutely, yes. yeah. Yes. But I was going to tell you that I don't remember where the coach was from, but it was a, uh, it was a coach from another school, from a visiting school, and he said to me, Sandy, I know that I'm giving up three points just walking into this gym. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. intense. Yeah. It's, it's a great wrestling atmosphere. It really is. It's one of the best. So I know we've got what one more break to get in, Danny. And you're, you get to see the clock. Yeah, I can't absolutely. see the clock. Yeah, so I yeah, got to rely on my watch. Got about a quarter hour. This is here. what do we get? Uh, you know, coming to ESPN, you'd think we'd get uh, two clocks in one studio. But no, <laughs> no, we got to provide our own timepieces. All right. And that's okay because they collect them. I got a phone call last night, late night, Sandy. You'll appreciate this. Coming back from a uh, much deserved and, and they don't get enough of them, but a family vacation, Doug Schwab called. And, really? Yeah, and he didn't know you were going to be on the show or anything like that because he'd literally been out of touch, out of pocket, as it were. He's been on vacation, yeah. real vacation, yeah, family and, vacation. And we talked about you, your impact on the sport, but specifically oh, your impact on you and I. Uh, we go back to your Pledges for Pins initiative. Think about this. The program has generated how much? Well. Ballpark, ballpark. <laughs> uh, um, it's. It's about 20000 a year now, and I think it started it maybe eight or nine years ago, something like that. You know, it's obviously grown. Yeah. And, and for your listeners who might not understand, um, we ask people to pledge a dollar or more per pin for the year. Mm-hmm. And yes, it was to raise money for the wrestling program, and, and that, that helps Doug's budget because, as most of us know, wrestling budgets are not not impressive no, at most no. schools at most schools but it also i also started it because i wanted to urge the wrestlers to go for the pins right. and boy do they get it one of my favorite moments and i think it was joey laser who wrestled for uni Love he joey. got a pin and he looked up on <laughs> he looked up in the stands and he went ka-ching ka-ching with his hand and it. it was just I thought, all right, they know. Yep. And what's 
what's neat about it, and if I'm talking too much, shut me up, but I am an announcer, you know that. So <laughs> anyway, um, what's neat about it is that redshirt freshmen or other wrestlers who go to tournaments, um, those are counted by the NCAA. So those kids, even though they're not varsity, are able to, you know, get pins and um I think last year, I think we were up to $170 a pin, something like that. And, it, you know, it, and people can just donate amounts if they want to also. Now, several schools have borrowed that idea. They may call it something different, but they've asked me about it, and they borrowed it to, uh, and I know Cornell University is one. Mm. And I think they make a whole they, lot more oh, money than we do. But well, they anyway. Do. They do make yeah. a lot of money. But, but that's Bill Cole's son yeah, coaching there, you right, know. So. Right. And I was there when Rob um, affectionately moved his father's side when he was being inducted in the Hall of Fame. And mm-hmm. his father started to ramble on uh, a little bit. And Rob gently moved his father aside and uh, accepted the rest of the award. Do you remember that? Yeah. That I was, just, you know. It, it, was, it was so emotional for everybody there. I had tears in my eyes streaming right. down my face. Right, and right. that's that's the wrestling community uh, in a nutshell. And, and one of the other things, before we go to break, Sandy, and I want you to stay through the break, I want to congratulate you on leading the way uh, as being the lead donor for the renovation of the wrestling room in West Gym. Um, it's kind of, if, if you think about it, that movement really spearheaded the drive for the university itself to pay more attention to West Gym and not yeah. just a place to put old chairs and tables, but now it's an it's a, it's a living, breathing thing, right? And and I think that's ultimately very cool because it's a repository of the history, but it's also looking forward uh, to the future of what the UNI wrestling program. A big step, by the way, was made when they hired Doug Schwab, but when Sandy oh. Stevens endorsed it, boom, cap off the basket. I'll tell you, I can't say enough about Doug Schwab, Mm -hmm. and I don't just mean as a technical coach or anything like that. He is, and his wrestlers are, because of the way he is, just an outstanding human being. There's nothing I can say about him that doesn't sound like, you know, I've I've written a press release or something like that for him, but (laughs) he, he cares as much for those young men off the mat in every way, every way, as does his wife and the assistant coaches, you know, as much off the mat as on the mat. It's, you know, you hear a lot of wrestling programs say we're a family. Well, there is no question that the Panther train is a family. It is just, and, and that's why it's been, so easy to get more and more people to support this program. It's because of the quality, and I'm not talking on the mat, the quality of our coaches and our young men. Um, I could not be happier. I really, I, I'm just, you know, they're, they're, I have so much respect for them. Mm. Well, Sandy, you know about the weather we've experienced here. I'm sure you got some of it there as well in Illinois. Oh, yeah. Cedar Rapids was much worse, I know, though. Oh, yeah. And we're praying for everybody's uh, recovery and that. 
uh, regard, but um, we were hit here in the studios as well. So my ability yeah. to tell time, as I alluded to moments ago, uh, is uh, diminished greatly because of the storm. So I uh, was remiss in saying, hey, we're going to hold you through the break because I can't. But I will tell you this. We will do it up again soon. I promise you that. And uh, my best to your family, Scotty inclusive there in that. But, uh, <laughs> and Summer, and, and that's Binky. my daughter. So Binky. Anyway. And Binky, how about that? Binky and Cebu, yes, right. Yeah. You may have to explain who Binky is. Well, but, yeah. Binky is a beautiful little kitty that uh, exercises with you. I know that. Literally, yeah. literally, yeah. yes. That's amazing. Yeah, so, Follow her on yeah. Facebook, folks. She'll look for you, too. <laughs> Uh, it's Sandy Stevens. She's the first lady of our sport and rightfully shows she's earned that honor. And it's not one that we give out lightly. She's somebody we respect and hold in high esteem, but we also love her to death. Sandy, you have yourself a great rest of your day and uh, we look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you so much. And this was delightful, even with a Missouri fan. Thank you. All right. Sandy Stevens, uh, heading to the locker room as it were. All right. Do want to thank our friends at Northwestern Mutual, Wild Rose Casino as well. Don't forget all of our sponsors. You can see their logos and their uh, links on our website at usatakedown.com. It's USA Takedown with Casper and Bogle. More on the other side of it. You're listening to ESPN. It's 1350 ESPN, Iowa. USA Takedown is brought to you by Barbarian Apparel and Kaldenberg's PBS Landscaping. Stay tuned. More USA Takedown after this short timeout. The wrong financial decisions can undermine the best intentions. Whether concerned for your business or your family's financial future, Trent Weatherman will develop a plan, identifying your goals, and set you on the path to financial security. Trent makes plans for people, no matter your goals. Trent has access to top-rated products and services to help you meet them. In April of 2019, NerdWallet identified Northwestern Mutual as the best life insurance company. Northwestern Mutual is in the top 10 U.S. independent investment broker-dealers in the United States. See the difference for yourself at trentweatherman.nm.com. The Defense Soap Facts, Dateline, Cleveland, Ohio. For 12 years, he competed. For 17 years, he coached. And for 30 years, he's policed the streets of Cleveland. He saw teams and programs decimated by skin-borne disease, a wrestler's worst nightmare. He didn't like the chemical-based products on the market and knew that there had to be a better way. A better defense. He found religion in the ingredients that make up the basis for defense soap. Tea tree and eucalyptus oil. Defense soap. All natural, safe to use. It's available around the world now at defensesoap.com. Oh man, you gotta crank this up. This is one of my favorite pieces of music. What movie does this remind you of, Scott? Mm. Armageddon? Yeah. It's been used so many times in different motion pictures. I actually love it, though. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Steven Tyler who? Aerosmith, yeah. I love that. This is that perfect Friday vibe. Little band out of Boston. It is. Yeah. Especially in this day. And it. All right, welcome back to the show. USA Takedown Live and on the air, 1350 ESPN. And across the printed plan, no matter where you're listening, we appreciate you doing so. Sandy Stevens, our final guest in hour number one. And Zach, uh, I ask you each and every week, 
yeah. to come up with um, exciting topics. And no doubt you've done it yet again each and every week. We may not get to all of them, but one of the topics we talked about earlier in our number one is the Wrestling Underground card put on by Chell Sonnen in Oregon that takes place August 30th. That'll be wrestling in an octagon. We like that. We like that concept, the idea. Uh, you can't run away in an octagon. That's one of the things Dana White loved about the idea of an octagon, so much so that he licensed the octagon. You cannot legally use an octagon for active competition on or off TV without their approval. And I guarantee damn well to you, ESPN and the UFC will not uh, cover and or broadcast an event with an octagon uh, as the... Uh, uh, the place for the competition to take place. So in doing so, uh, Chael Sonnen has put this on UFC fight pass. So apparently he has the blessing of uncle Dana, uncle Dana. And by the way, we, we will effort to get Dana on in future shows. He's been a regular over the years, but, um, love me some Dana white because he is one guy's not afraid of anybody else's opinion or his own. He really is one of one. There was a, um, interesting release uh set out to says page van zant signs deal with bare knuckle boxing and set to debut in november yeah after that i believe they went and signed 12 other female fighters which is great to see a lot of people didn't really see this coming she we kind of knew that she was going to leave the ufc uh, a lot of people thought she was going to go to bellator where i believe it's her um significant other that fights with bellator um, she kind of surprised everybody. I guess she signed a really big deal. I'm not sure if the numbers are out there with bare knuckle boxing. Um, that's like a newer sport. Have you ever called anything like that? Yeah, I have actually. As a matter of fact, I was with Josh Neer, uh, the dentist. Yeah. And uh, he's Josh actually is, fighting for them too, as well. Yeah. He's going to be competing in Kansas City. I think it's October, if, if I remember right. October in Casey. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Josh is looking good too, by the way. All right. Famous YouTuber and former Ohio state placer Logan Paul challenges any influencer to $10,000 a match, a match for 10 grand. Um, what does that mean? Any influencer? <laughs> so that is the tricky question. So he put out a tweet saying, I challenge any influencer to a wrestling match for $10,000. That has been the talk of Twitter. I don't know how much you've been on Twitter this week, but after he put out that tweet, everybody and their grandma was accepting the match, trying to get the match with him. Um, everybody wants to see wrestling, so I would love to see it. Um, you got guys like Ben Askren calling him out. I believe Roman Bravo Young was one of them as well. Um, I don't really think it's actually going to happen. You know, there's a lot of talk it's nowadays. $10,000. Yeah. What is that, a Pell Grant? Yeah, to some people. <laughs> <laughs> Might be. Yair Rodriguez is out of August 29th matchup versus... Um, uh, Shiropov, due to ankle injury, Kelvin Qatar could potentially step in uh, for the rematch. What are your thoughts? Um, I was really looking to that initial fight with Yair Rodriguez and Zabit Mago Magomedov Sharipov. How's that for, for announcing there? Well, see, the Magomedov or Magomed, that to me, is the middle name. Okay. Okay. Um, so now there's rumors that Calvin Cater, who has been just tearing it up on Fight Island, that he is supposed to step in here. They actually just fought last November, where Zabit won by unanimous decision. So, um, but Calvin Cater has been looking phenomenal lately, and I would love to see that rematch. Bounce back to wrestling. EIWA has announced that all sports will start January 1, 2020. Notice they did not cancel 
They announced that all sports will start January 1 until further information is gathered, blah, 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 blah. COVID, COVID, COVID. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think this is a topic that's been discussed for a while. Even before COVID, there's you know people that have been kind of petitioning to get the season to start January 1st anyways and kind of end in April. That way we can avoid that whole March Madness competition. Um, but... I think it's just kind of inevitable at this point that we're going to have to push it back to January 1. Um, yep. I'm hoping we have wrestling in any way, shape, or form. So. Or you can be the Big Ten and not really know what the hell you're doing and everybody's second-guessing. All right, final <laughs> topic. Here we go. Short one at that. Daniel Cormier. Coming up this weekend, the end of the trilogy. Yes. Who wins it? Oh, man, you're going to put me on the spot. People have been asking me all week. I'm going to go with Daniel Cormier just because the storyline, this is supposed to be his last fight. Um, the rubber match, the trilogy fight, whatever you want to call it. Daniel Cormier is the man. Stipe Miocic is also the man. You couldn't get two nicer heavyweights. Um, right. I think this is a flip of the coin. I'm taking Daniel Cormier. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to take, I, I mean, you may have your own opinion and that's cool. 280-1350, 515-280-1350. If you can call in, I'm not exactly sure what's going on with the storm. Let's go with here. 244-1350. You want to do that? 244-1350. Yeah, 280 is front desk. Yeah, it is. Lori will <laughs> hey, I'm be new delighted here. to hear you. I'm you new. Know, but <laughs> yeah, call Lori. want to talk to Scott <laughs> right here. 244-1350. We'll get that right. All right, uh, more on the other side. We've got Top of the Hour coming up next. Uh, this portion of our program brought to you live from the Wild Rose Casino and Resort Studios on Iowa Sports Station. This is 1350 ESPN. KRNT Des Moines. The Des Moines Radio Group Station. And home of ESPN Radio. This is 1350 ESPN. Simulcasting on 102.1 FM. Des Moines Sports Leader. All right, so we like the music well enough where he's going to only play this particular piece. And that's that's all. Run it back. We remember when we gave him a list of all the songs we like? These are the drops we'd like, and he focuses on Apparently one. Apparently, it was randomly chosen. Was that what it I, is? I'll take full credit for that. Okay, nice job on you, sir. And selected for uh, the people who love it. <laughs> the chow how for wrestlers is waiting to see each and every one of you at Smollett's on Des Moines East Side, right by the ballpark. Oh, it's great food. And stop in. They're they're true wrestling fans, and I tell you what, it's uh, it's wonderful. Great help too. I the, think that's the, the best view of the city too on that side. Yeah, if ask for John Royer, he's the owner. I want you to ask specifically for John Royer and challenge him to a wrestling match out in the back lot. There, it's uh, it's an outstanding time, and I bet you anything he takes you up on it. All right, welcome back from the Wild Rose Casino Studios. This is USA Takedown, Casper and Bogle. What were your first impressions? Um, with the with our our first hour guest, the announcers hour. You know, both of them seem to be very good people. Um, every time that the you know, whenever we have these announcers on, I always try to ask them, you know, how they pronounce the names and stuff because that stuff really fascinates me. And everybody seems to break it down to some sort of science, and I don't think a lot of people realize that. Mm-hmm. No, I, I couldn't agree with you more. What's the word that starts with a D that you always say? Di diacritically. 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 Mark. Uh, and that goes for words, not just names, but when you go to broadcasting school, one of the things they do is they teach you how to break down a word and then further break down a sentence, a paragraph, uh, an idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, but diacritically mark something up is to break it down into uh, various syllables and being able to learn how to say something, I think, is is key uh, to being a successful announcer. And by God, in the NBA, you see so many names, Ogunwale, 
uh, and, and I butcher up a bunch of names over the years, but once you get to know them, you, you become affectionate to the correct, correct, correct pronunciation, almost offensive on the pronunciation as well. Um, this hour, we've got some great guests, Zach. Who are they? Uh, this hour, we have Mike Zadik, uh-huh. comedian Greg Warren, oh yeah, and current wrestler Miles Amin. All right. So what we've got is a guy who has been there, done that as a high school wrestler, a great Falls High School, a three-time All-American wrestler at the University of Iowa, winning the 149-pound uh, Big Ten Championship uh, in 2002. Uh, he's been number one in my book for many years, and he knows it. He's my guest, our guest, silver medalist at the 2006 Vila Wrestling World Championships in Guangzhou, China. He joins us now as the bearded wonder, Mike Zadik. Mike, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm good, man. Uh, are you having weather issues out there in Montana? No, it's beautiful. It's Zadik sunny to- and beautiful out. Zadik told me, he, or not Zadik, um, uh, Schwab told me he was just out there visiting y'all. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Family came out and uh, spent some time together. He said something about not wanting to leave. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, no, I think they enjoyed it and uh kids had a good time and you know there's a lot of recreation and fishing and hiking and splitting wood and i tell you the boys had a good time you know i was it too zach bogle in the studio my co-host zach i remember the very first uh youtube uh type interview i did uh with mike and that was um oh goodness sakes a number of years ago his internet connection there at his cabin which, by the way, is like a, you know, a, he's very cool looking. But yeah, his no. Internet, you remember what I said? Your internet connection is actually faster than mine? No, it, it was. I'm actually, uh, yeah, because I don't have cellular here, but I do have Wi-Fi calling, and that's why I'm calling you right now. And Okay. And that Wi-Fi calling, it's all uh, fiber optic. Oh, that's the best. So it's, it's amazing when you're up here. Um, just so happened to get it uh, years ago because they were, they had to run it up to a dam. And uh, they needed up the river, so everybody in line of that lucked out with some. Let's, uh, let's Zach. I'm going to allow you the opportunity to talk to one of the greats of my lifetime, and uh, that is Mike Zadik. Nobody's coached, nobody's competed uh, more thoroughly, dedicated to the task at hand, and that is not just representing the Hawkeyes back when, but as a coach at Iowa State and beyond, and even before. But this is one of the guys that sends the bench, benchmark. His brother, of course, Bill, uh, does an outstanding job for Team USA. And uh, we're just lucky to have the Zaddocks uh, so thoroughly uh, gifting themselves and their family to our sport. Yeah, uh, Mike Zadick, I got a question for you. Um, yeah. Out of all the athletes that you coached over the years, if you were had to be, you know, if you had to survive in Montana in the woods with one of them, which one would you pick? <laughs> out of... Out of all of them? Oh, man. Yeah, what's the first one that comes to mind that you think could make it? The very first one would be Jared Hot. Okay. Why him? Jared Hot, Virginia Tech. Yep. What? Why Jared? He, the guy, could pick up a mountain and throw it across the country. He's that strong. He's just, he's so damn strong. Mm-hmm. And he's an outdoorsman. He loves fishing. Um, and uh, he's just passionate about it, so... I think it's more of a natural thing with uh, him. 
All right, disciplines. Let's break it down. Camping, trapping, hunting, or fishing. And then we can break it down even further. What's your favorite? Camping, hunting, fishing, or trapping. Yeah. Hunting. Hunting. All right, so now we break it down from hunting. What's your favorite thing to hunt? Uh, My favorite thing's elk. I just saw, and I posted on Facebook, Zach, you saw it a picture of somebody's backyard and they're inches away from the back wall of this house. It was a small ranch, right? But there yeah. were like a half a dozen elk in full. What do they call it when the, uh, the antler structures are fuzzy? What do they call that? Velvet. Velvet. Yeah. They were all velvet. The velvet. On, and they were all just hunkered down, just laying there casually chewing on whatever they got in their mouth. But it was such a pretty picture. They said, what is your first thing that comes to mind when you pull up to your house and you see this in your backyard? I said, gun, dot, dot, dot. Where's my gun? <laughs> Got to get my gun. <laughs> yeah. always think that when you see it. But I tell you, when you, when you actually live out there and you, you kind of grow attached to those animals. Why, yeah. Just because uh, they kind of have, end up having a trust in you. Sure. And, uh, you, it's not, it's different. You know, you're not out hunting them anymore. I think walks in your front yard and starts laying down or playing with your dog or some, some of those videos you've seen don't really have that kind of killer instinct on them. It's like, you'd rather see them every single day than shoot one. So I, uh, I tend to enjoy having them around the property, but when you go out further and, and uh, actually have to hunt them and hike after them and stalk and glass and put a lot of skills together to put it together to to be able to get one all right so it's you're, different you know my exotic you're in the mountains you're on the trail of the elusive beautiful bull elk you're you're going after him you got a tag you're ready to go yep. uh, you have focused so intently on your task at hand you don't pay attention to the weather all of a sudden, the elk comes into view. You scope it out. You know exactly what the distance is. You're going to take your shot. You take your shot. All of a sudden, the snow starts falling gently around you. You make your way to your fallen quarry. You get there. You start to field dress the animal. And the snow coming down heavy now. And the wind is picking up. Temperatures down, hovering around zero or below. Do you, as Randy Couture has, has said he would do, and that is to gut your animal, climb inside for warmth. Do you? Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess that sounds like a good Hollywood answer. Um, but I think you, you know, if you're out in the mountains, you're going to have, uh, trees down. There's going to be snags. There's going to be rock droppings. Um, you're going to find shelter period. Um, you'll be able to, you know, I would probably get low and find a rock cropping and, knock a few trees down and just build up around me. I don't know if I would, I, I can't sit still no matter what. So <laughs> I, I, uh, you throw me in a carcass. I mean, the blood and all that isn't going to bother me. It's right. just, I'm not going to be able to sit in a little cavity and not be able to move. What if I'm it's a great big up cavity and, and you could have room for friends? <laughs> well, if you gave me like a whale cavity, yeah, I can <laughs> hang out in a whale cavity for, I could probably live in one, but <laughs> If I got to lay there with my arms, you know, taped together like a coffin, I ain't going to sit still very long. <laughs> I, um, I will tell you this. We, uh, 
shortly. I'm ty- I'm trying to type for our next guest shortly. Okay, there I got it. Um, Mike Zadek, Who's the next guest? guest? You got Greg Warren on today? Greg Warren, the comedian, you know. Okay, he's so funny. I love that guy. You tell him I said hello, please. Absolutely. Uh, we had yeah, Sandy. We had a good one back in the day. We had Sandy Stevens and Dort Mayab on as well. Awesome if, women. If I asked you a question to make it, to, to, and the question would be this, uh, freestyle or collegiate, are we doing ourselves a disservice by by having two different disciplines? And if we were able to focus on freestyle and abandon collegiate, would that be the best thing for our athletes? Oh, I, I think so. I think it'd be amazing. Uh, as a country, just overall. But, you know, I, I think it's doable. It seems not to be, but I think uh, if we were doing it. Who makes that decision? Uh, Who I mean, We would catapult us. Yeah, I, my thought as well, but you know, who makes the decision? Level? Oh, I think that's, you know, the scholastic, really. I think that's where it all stems from. But, you know, more of a protective. I don't know that answer. I'm I'm going on a whim on a guess here on yeah. just from the protective mechanism of it all. With, oh, everybody know, wants their way. Kids. And, they're, and they're, if nobody wants change. Change is always uncomfortable. But I think change is also healthy. Um, yeah, because we get complacent, is. right? No, you don't want it, <laughs> but we get complacent. Yeah. I think it'd be, you know, it'd be huge for, I mean, just imagine the, the discipline of these kids. I mean, that's how I was raised though. I was raised in freestyle and Greco Roman wrestling since I started wrestling at five years old. And then, you know, I never wrestled folk style until. I was getting close to high school and I moved out of a Catholic school and in eighth grade, I went to a public school that had a city league Yeah. and I wrestled, I think like six or seven matches that year in folk style. That was my first folk style experience and, and then transitioned to high school that next year and without ever wrestling folk style. And I mean, essentially you had to learn to get off the bottom and you know, the tilting stuff like that instead of gut wrenches and laces. But, um, I probably wasn't the best top wrestler, but at the same time, the freestyle effect and knowledge I had surpassed all of the folk style stuff a lot easier than if I, I think, wrestled folk style my whole life and then got done competing in college and then tried to wrestle freestyle. Like, you see a lot of people struggle where they're great, great college wrestlers, but the transition isn't as easy when they're in the freestyle world because it's it's different mike we know you're a decorated college wrestler and decorated wrestler after that but as a youth you also had a lot of accolades who were some of the wrestlers that you looked up to that were in the northwest region um when you were a youth uh when i was a youth um being from montana like dave schultz was just like mm, yeah he was he was like the man and john smith and kenny monday mm. were both you know when i was Young, they were, you know, when I was 10 years old, they they both won in 88. And, you know, we went down to the 84 Olympics, and I was in L.A. I was like five, six years old, mm-hmm. and I watched Randy Lewis and the Bannocks and Bruce Baumgartner and, I mean, everybody down there. But, you know, Randy came up to do a clinic after that, so being able to just meet the guy and, kind of inspire me to want to do what he did as an Olympic champion, just see it firsthand. Um, and then obviously Dave was um, just 
an icon to me and, and John and Kenny. So um, I had great um, examples that I was exposed to. Um, obviously, we didn't have like YouTube and things like that, but my dad took us down to Vegas every year for the U.S. Open. So yeah. we always got to watch, you know, I remember Barry Davis wrestling uh, Charlie Hurd. Oh. Um, and they used to have battles. And Charlie Hurd came to our hometown and did a clinic and lived with us for about a week. Oh, wow. Um, and worked with my brother when my brother was just a young kid. And um, just things like that that I was exposed to, like the Internet exposes you today. But uh, we were able to do that with Dad uh, taking us to camps and the U.S. Open and seeing seeing all those guys. And that's what's amazing today is I look at it now when you're done and you look back as if you're a young six, seven, eight, nine, ten year old kid that no loves wrestling, you take your kids to the U S open and you get to watch Jordan Burroughs walk by mm-hmm. and Kyle Dake walk by and, you know, Kyle Snyder walk by and all the greats, David Taylor and Cale Sanderson's there in the corner coaching. and Like you literally can pass them in a hallway and run up and shake their hand. Yeah. And the, like to me, I got John Smith's autograph when I was a kid, and I bet you I have his autograph 45 times. <laughs> because every time I saw him, I asked him for it. I love it. And it's just things like that that really impact the athletes and the kids at such a young age because they can relate once you right. rub elbows, you know. All right, short one, Zach, before we hit it. Yeah, I got a quick one here. I think uh, they're allowing wrestlers to have facial hair nowadays. Would you, <laughs> would you rock the big beard with the headgear? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you guys know I would. I, I always, <laughs> I believe it. I always between between wrestling and college, you know, I always, I had a beard for the week and then shaved it on the weekend, and beard for a week and shaved it on the weekend. So, a few years I got to grow it out at Midlands because it was open, and I think I was able to have a beard at Midlands a little bit. But yeah, I definitely rock one. I can't remember if, uh, well, when in Guangzhou, right? You you beat a two-time Olympic champ. Mavlet Batarov. Did did Batarov have a, a beard? I can't remember. I think he had maybe some scruff. I can't remember yeah. either. It's, uh, I don't know. I got for, a picture somewhere. For me, I don't even know. If I was an opponent having to face you, I'd probably pull on your beard. I'm just warning you now. I would use anything. Oh, yeah? yeah? Okay. Um, oh, yeah. I had a couple of my wrestlers try and grab a near beard, far leg type thing. <laughs> near beard. Try to do like that. <laughs> Near on far leg type single on me, and they grab the beard and hit it quick. There you go. You All should right. patent that. Are you available for for clinics um, around? Yeah, the country? I am. Okay, and how do people yeah, get in touch just with you? Yeah, kind of with the pandemic going on, but um, I I did one in Utah. I've done it for eight years in a row, so we've kind of kept it alive. But most everything else, we just kind of aired on the side of caution and sure and stayed away from it. But so, how can people be in touch with you? Should they want to? Uh, bring um, you in a for, lot of it. Uh, they send me direct messages on on Twitter and uh, okay. Zadig Brothers Facebook account. Um, they go on our Facebook on Zadig Brothers okay. and follow us and send messages and reach out. So I'm pretty easy to get a hold of if need be. And there are certain one-two punches out there, by the way, Zadig Brothers, Steiner Brothers, uh, Rex Steiner Brothers, uh, mm-hmm. and, the, and the Brands Brothers. They go on and on and on, Schwab Brothers. I mean, those one-two punches for me, that's the beauty of the sport right there because, yeah. and, and they're not the same. Bill Zadick and Mike Zadick are not the same when it comes to technique. You guys each bring your individual flair. And I love that about you guys and, uh, makes it that much more special up against the clock, Mike. Um, 
I do appreciate everything you've done and everything you have yet to do. I know you're not vacating the sport. Uh, if anything, you're doing what a mountain man does, and that's refining, honing, sharpening the blades, and the axe is probably buried up to the hilt. But uh, we're looking forward to uh, your next step when it comes time. Well, thanks, and I appreciate you guys having me on, and good luck with the show and, and the growth of it, and um, thanks for reaching out and saying hello. God bless you, buddy. Tell your yeah, your pop can... and uh, mom and dad I said hi, okay? I will. I appreciate that. There we go, Mike. You guys take care. Mike, the bearded wonder, Zadik. He can grow a beard in a matter of minutes. Zach, he would be your best customer as a barber yourself. It's unfair for people like me who can't. I know. you. But you do grow a great head of hair. See? Yeah. All yeah. right. And by the way, That's, you'll I'm learn. I'm on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. Thank you very much. Right, he's been our guest on the uh, Newsmaker Hotline, brought to you in part by our friends at Defense Soap. More on the other side. Time out. This is USA Takedown on 1350 ESPN. Stay tuned. Casper and Bogle will be right back with more USA Takedown. The term barbarian was first used in ancient Greece. The athletes were said to be barbarians. Today's modern athletes embrace the hard work when wearing the great gear from barbarian apparel. You make the choice. Custom graphics, the best sublimation. Colors that pop and logos that matter. Barbarian provides great service before and after the process. Make the right choice. Choose Barbarian Apparel. BarbarianApparel.com Communities need leaders. The birthplace of Bob Feller, Van Meter, Iowa, has two. Paul Szynski and Jim Sinclair have always been there for their community and for the thing that drives us, wrestling. In a position to help or need a cause to get behind, your neighbors and friends can use a hand. Leaders always come together to help, to plan, and to work to make their communities a better place to live. So special thanks to Jim Sinclair and Paul Szynski, two examples of men who lead. Follow these two professionals on LinkedIn for investment opportunities and more. Welcome back, everybody. We're live from the Wild Rose Casinos. It is Friday, August 14th, 2020. That was a good interview. It's good to hear from Mike Zaddick. I love that guy. And 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 his brother, Bill, has done so much for Team USA. You can find out more online at Team USA or USAWrestling.com. Um, we touched base on mullets last week. Uh, our partner, Josh Relitz, and I went to mullets for breakfast, and I happened to pick out the... He got the brisket uh, breakfast, and I got the um, the meatloaf breast, uh, 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 meatloaf breakfast with. Um, I didn't get the hash browns, but I got lots and lots of cheese sauce. So we're on one side. I'm trying to not put a lot of weight on, and on the other side, I'm putting a lot of weight on. So is that I, how that works? Oh my god, it was so good. Yeah. So get there early, but make sure you call ahead for reservations two four four fourteen forty three. All right. Next up, we have. Uh, uh, let's see. Did I do this backwards? I think I did it backwards. Is that Greg? Is Which that is Greg our, on the no. line? Which is, yeah. Do me a favor. Will you text Miles and tell him that he'll be next? Sure. Okay. Absolutely. I'd yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, but this is Greg. I, yeah. I, All right. I, I called yeah. him Miles at first. No, you didn't. <laughs> did he respond? Yeah. Well, he corrected me. Okay. So we're, Greg, we're are you there? Hey, Scotty, what's going on? Good morning. Say hello to Zach Bogle, my co-host as well. How you doing, Greg? Hey, Zach, how's it going? I'm awake. He is awake. 
he was so looking forward to talking to you, as was, by the way, Mike Zadek had so many nice things to say about you on air, and I thought that very cool, because you are so well-known, uh, not just in the world of comedy, but in the world of wrestling, you are known as the funniest man in our sport. Um, that is quite, uh, in a sport that's so serious uh, in many regards, you uh, you've been able to have fun and, and rise above it and uh, literally be there for the sport when the sport has needed you. And uh, I think that's, that's a great, um, a great way for us to recognize you for what you've done for us. And uh, I thank you. Thank you, Scotty. I, I uh, I'm uh, not sure all of that's accurate, but I'll, I'll, you know, I'll take it. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Mike Zadek, man. He's a pretty funny guy too. I, there's a, Man, we're going back about ten years out at the Olympic Training Center. I shot a video with him and his brother, and it was uh, <laughs> those guys were hilarious, man. They like there's just some. We were just sort of. I was playing like the Wes Wesley character, the sort of uh, punch drunk wrestler, aging wrestler that wears a headgear. And uh, there's something when you like we were just improving, and those guys like picked up exactly what I was doing right away. Bill and Mike, and they they just rolled with it right away. They're great, man. Comedian Greg Warren joining us. We call him affectionately the flute man. And uh, I'm not going to ask you to get into that story, but uh, you've been all over comedy, every comedy outlet, uh, every one of the late night shows, Comedy Central. Uh, do we say bet or BET? BET. Uh, yeah, a BET, Scott. A bet would be an extreme. Uh, white man pronunciation <laughs> of, of the black entertainment television. Well, there it is right there. And, and, yeah, and yeah. in this day and age of sensitivity, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm the first one to say, I really don't, care. I don't think that, you know, it's, it's, a la it's it has anything to do with sensitivity. It's just like, you're, um, you're old. I'm old. And very white. If you say that, <laughs> yeah. if you think it's a gambling network, Scotty, yeah. uh, yeah, you're just old and 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 and, and white and lame. And that's okay, man. You know, All because right. I've I've been accused of the same thing. First hour was the announcers are, and um, we talked about um, missing performing. Uh, I know uh, my comedian friends, my friends that have clubs, uh, the Funny Bone here, where you star many times and have, and most likely will in the future as well. But. Um, there are other opportunities to, to perform, but can anything replace a live audience? No, 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 definitely not. I mean, I, I I've always felt, uh, you know, live standup comedy is, is, is the best. And there's so much good standup comedy on, you know, uh, on TV and on the streaming services that, um, you know, like people, it's really good, but they sort of forget. And they'll come to a live show and be like, wow, this is way better. Right. It just is. You know, it just is. So I have performance um, withdrawals, okay, as a sports announcer, live right. events. Uh, I, I really dig that instantaneous feedback from the audience, from the players, uh, depending on the sport I'm announcing, fights, wrestling, et cetera. When you see it, when you get it, I remember Nick Pasolano sticking his opponent from the University of Iowa. Nick was wrestling for Iowa State, and he pinned this guy literally inches from me and as he was, as the pin was being called, he looked up at me and winked and then jumped about 50 feet in the air. I, and I may be rounding up, but 50 feet in the air, he goes up and he comes down and he points at me and then he hustles off the mat. But, uh, people listen. And then the athlete, the performers respond because they're listening too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, 
Now, Nick's story, I'm always impressed with those guys, you know, that, uh, that jump up 50 feet off the mat and uh, run off the mat. Uh, you know, win or lose, I think most of the time when I was a college wrestler, I um, just sort of, sort of limped off the mat. I was exhausted every time. I was completely exhausted. When I, I did uh, place in the NCAA tournament my uh, senior year, and in the blood round match, I uh, attempted uh, a celebration. Uh, like I was, I was really, it was, you know, it was sort of the most biggest moment of my life at that point. And I was like jumping up and down. And I, I guess I looked ridiculous because our assistant coach, Chris Whalen was talking to Barry Davis and Davis goes, wow, you, uh, boy, you got a real athlete right there. <laughs> Cause I looked so ridiculous <laughs> celebrating. I thought it was anything but athletic in my celebration. So, yeah. All right. So, um, so you, you've been obviously working on new bits, new material, uh, is there any, I don't want to tip what I know. I don't want to tip the hat or tip the, uh, the folks off to everything, but is there anything you would like to express to our vast listening audience of wrestling and MMA fans? Well, um, you know, one, I just want to tell everybody, hang in there. Yeah. It'll, it'll be back. You know, wrestling will, will be back. This is, uh, COVID has been tough on all of us. Um, you know, some more than others. I'm, I'm fine. I've had six tests, Scotty. Uh, I really have. I've had six tests because I have done some performances, so I want to, you know, be responsible. But I'm, and also I'm like, I'm at a huge risk for COVID um, because I'm I'm a leaner. Like I, I lean on stuff a lot. Like I, uh, you know, they're like, you're not supposed to touch surfaces. That's all I do. <laughs> Is, is touch surfaces. Like I, I touch surfaces, then I touch my face. It's just it's sort of my in my it's in my DNA. I would lean on anything. I just don't. I don't like. I literally uh, can't stand on my own two feet. I have to have a wall or a stool. I, uh, I I I would be elbow deep in a pile of dead bats from Wuhan, China, if it meant I could take a little pressure off my ankles. You know, I, I just. Uh, <laughs> um. But I, I did want to tell you, and the, uh, especially the wrestling fans, I uh, I have a new, uh, a brand new comedy special that's out on Amazon Prime. It, uh, it, it just came out a, a, a few weeks ago, and it's called "Where the Field Corn Grows." <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, you can if you if you're a Prime Amazon Prime member, it's free. If if you're not, it's like five bucks on Amazon or something to stream. But um, it uh, the whole special sort of originated in Des Moines. Okay. I, um, I was doing a show there a couple years ago right. and there was uh, a lot of farmers in the crowd. And I just, I don't know a whole lot about farming, Scotty. So I, uh, <laughs> I asked this guy, I go, what do you farm? And he said, beans. And I said, you mean like green beans? <laughs> and they all started laughing at me. Like I was the dumbest person that he thinks we go green beans an hour. Oh, that's a good one there, green bean. Green beans an hour. Don't th- it, it was soybeans, which, which uh, uh, you know, I didn't know. Which, by the way, green beans, Scott, that's not that ridiculous of an answer. That's a real food. It I've is. eaten them before. I didn't say jelly beans, okay? I, I said a legitimate uh, vegetable or grain or whatever, you know? Uh, so, wait a minute. This guy, he came, did he come down on your heart or was it just a suggestion? 
he was more just laughing at me, and then they all joined in on it. Oh, and then sure. some lady came up to me after the show, and she was really nice. She goes, hey, I'm a farmer. She goes, don't feel bad about the beans. She goes, I met this guy the other day. He didn't know the difference between field corn and sweet corn. And I was like, ha, ha. Ha 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 ha! What 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 a dummy! Yeah. <laughs> what is the difference? <laughs> well, I mean, you, you guys should know that you're you're Iowans. Oh but, sure, uh, yeah. They yeah. teach that in kindergarten. But if you don't know, field corn is what they you know they feed the animals. Yeah. And sweet corn is uh you know what what we eat. And once they explain it, it's really easy to remember because uh, field corn is grown in a field, right? <laughs> whereas sweet corn is grown. In a field, so you can see, you know, <laughs> they really distinction simplify it for you. All right, yeah. so it's available. It's called Where the Field Corn Grows on Amazon Prime, which I have, and I will be going home to watch it. That's all fill my evening. Is it a 30 minute special or what is it? Uh, it's an hour. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's right at, right at an hour. And it's, I shot it um, in Edwardsville, Illinois. Uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, Coach uh, Jeremy Spates brought all the wrestling. Uh, fans uh, in Edwardsville, and uh, Brian Smith and his uh, wife Denise came, oh. and uh, my my college coach, uh, Coach Roper, and his wife Becky came, and uh, uh, Chris Whalen, my my uh, my assistant college coach, was there. A lot, a lot of wrestling people in the audience. Brian Jackson, the head coach at MoBap, was there, so wow. it, was, it was cool. A lot, a lot of wrestling people in the audience. Was like that a that. tough crowd? Oh, uh, they were great, man. They were fantastic. I They're remember great. you were doing a benefit for the University of Missouri, and I can't even remember why I was there, but we filmed your your uh, set that you did on stage, and it was a charitable event. And oh, I yeah, thought, man. That was a great one. It, yeah. was, it was outstanding set. Everybody had a great time, and I went home and uh, posted on the uh, on the Internet. And uh, you said, uh, do you think you might be able to take that down for me? I don't want <laughs> I gave away his entire routine. <laughs> Material is not easy to come by, and especially when it's well done. And that, sir, you've mastered. I enjoy eating lunch with you, watching you in the process of ordering a salad. Uh, it can be 10 to 15 minute long process. Um, and I know that uh, you're affectionate toward... Uh, and how many? How much time do we have left, Danny? We, we, have have we got as three much minutes. Time as we need about, three minutes. About three perfect. minutes. Okay, yeah. if you can give me three. Um, Oreos play an important role in a comedian's life, especially yours. <laughs> can you can you give me a little bit of the Oreo story? Uh, this is going back. I think um, I got to remember because it's been a while. But uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's going back. I think sometimes post college wrestling, you still. Uh, um, you're not working out as hard and then you, and, and you tend to be so happy that you can eat whatever you want that, uh, I got into some, uh, sort of binge, uh, <laughs> eating, uh, issues Oreos is like one of the, you know, like one of my favorite, uh, things to binge on. And it was, it was pathetic as I look back, I've got, got myself straightened out, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, and, 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 like I, I buy them like late at night, you know, like convenience stores in LA a lot. And, uh, like whenever you're buying like cookies, like late at night at some store, there's always some cashier with like, a, you know, like a cute comment, like, Ooh, somebody's hungry. <laughs> you shut your whore mouth, Shannon. All right. You know, like, <laughs> uh, like that's my bad habit. You don't see, you don't see 
crack dealers being like, ooh, somebody <laughs> likes crack. No, because the crack dealer knows a customer when he sees one, okay? <laughs> and is Shannon a real person? I always does. Uh, there are certain you know, names that... that, um, that I can't remember. Like, you know, I think I, that, you know, like, that was like just a personification <laughs> of the cashier. Like Karen. And then the thing is, I don't do that joke anymore because some somebody made a meme of that. Like I did it on Comedy Central back in two thousand nine. Yeah, and somebody made a meme of it, but they didn't have my name anywhere on it. They just had a picture <laughs> of some cashier and they put it up like. And the meme went viral, so like millions and millions of people saw it. So like anytime I do that bit, they're like, uh, they're like, oh, he took that from that meme. I'm like, no, the meme <laughs> took it from me. <laughs> and I remember like saying something. This was in the early days of Twitter or whatever. And I remember, like, I said, I, I reached out to the person on Twitter. I was like, hey, you know, that's my joke from Comedy Central. You know, you, you could at least give me credit. Like, <laughs> and they just, like, fired back at me. And they're like, oh, I'm probably arguing with a sixth grade girl right now. What, what am I doing? This is stupid. There's no rules on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a fact. All right, Greg, up against the clock. It is never enough time. So I'm going to ask you to do this. It, it, first of all, you, you'll text me and say it's okay or not, but I would like you to consider being on my uh, co-host's uh, uh, YouTube channel. Uh, it's a wrestling-based YouTube channel, but he, I'm sure... You would be great. ...would like to, to go a long flow with you to get uh, the best uh, out of you because he's super good at it. But uh, would you consider being on Zach's uh, Stalemate show? Sure, sure. Yeah, you bet, man. That's okay to share your info? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll absolutely. write it down. Yeah, yeah. I'll write it down. We'll be in touch. That'd be awesome. We'd love to have you. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He is the flute man. There's a story behind that as well. Look for him on YouTube. Look for him on uh, uh, social media across the board. But look for him most importantly right now on Amazon Prime. It's where the field corn grows, his new hour-long special. And, yeah, it is a comedy special. He is Greg Warren, our favorite comedian. Greg, we love you, brother. And we can't wait to see you back at the Funny Bone and other comedy clubs across the country. We know you want to perform as much as we want to see you, perhaps even more. But we love you, brother. Hey, man, great talking to you, Scotty. Uh, uh, thanks, Zach. And uh, I'll talk to you soon, buddy. Hang in there. God bless you. There we go. One of the funny guys of my life. I appreciate him so much. Uh, Greg Warren, look for him again on Amazon Prime, the new special, Where the Field Corn Grows. I always thought field corn, by the way. And sweet corn was the same thing, only field corn was just in the field longer. <laughs> so field corn, sweet corn is actually just, you know, you pick it earlier and it was still soft and that's how you could eat it. I'll but, tell you uh, what, you're asking, you're talking I was to the wrong, wrong guy. I but don't... you like corn. Oh, I love corn. Yeah, you should. You live in Iowa. I'd right? probably eat the field corn. <laughs> i tell you what, we're going to take a quick time out. Miles Amin is waiting in the wings. He's dialing in as we speak. We'll be back after this. Stay tuned. It's USA Takedown live from the Wild Rose Casino Studios on 1350 ESPN. You know you like it. Have no fear. The true Americans will be right back with more USA Takedown. The Defense Soap Facts, Dateline, Cleveland, Ohio. For 12 years, he competed. For 17 years, he coached. And for 30 years, he's policed the streets of Cleveland. He saw teams and programs decimated by skin-borne disease, a wrestler's worst nightmare. He didn't like the chemical-based products on the market and knew that there had to be a better way. 
a better defense. He found religion in the ingredients that make up the basis for defense soap, tea tree and eucalyptus oil. Defense soap, all natural, safe to use. It's available around the world now at defensesoap.com. Live music is back. Saturday, August 15th, Arch Allies return to Wild Rose Casino and Resort. Don't miss this outdoor concert event featuring the best from rock's biggest bands. Journey, Def Leppard, Bon Jovi, and more. Tickets on sale now for just five bucks. 20 day of show. Get your tickets now. Arch Allies at Wild Rose in Jefferson. All right, welcome back to the show. It is the USA Takedown on Des Moines Sports Station, Iowa Sports Station, to be exact. It is 1350 ESPN, ESPN Des Moines. Glad you're along the way. I do want to thank our executive producer, Joshua Relitz, our producer, Danny Bishop, for making this entire program possible. Appreciate you guys. And the folks here at the Des Moines Radio Group, our new home here in Des Moines. That's the studios we work out of. Appreciate that. All right. 86 kilos is the home of our next guest. Okay. The 2021 Olympic games. Will they happen? That's the question at hand. He joins us now. Does miles and mean miles. How are you? Good. How are you? Uh, thanks for having me on the show. And I described that right. 86 kilos, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. that's correct. All right. Um, you're in Michigan right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm out in Michigan right now. Uh, just actually finishing up a training session. Uh, so everything's going well. All right. Talk to us about the Olympic Games. Um, tell everybody who you're going to be competing for. Uh, I will be wrestling for San Marino. Uh, it's a small independent republic in uh, Italy. It's uh, actually with, within Italy's borders. Um, and it's it's home of my, my grandfather and kind of uh, a lot of what my heritage represents. So, um, yeah, I'll be competing for San Marino in, uh, in Tokyo next year. So you're German. No. <laughs> no, no, I'm just teasing. Italian, of course. Um, San Marino, though, is, um, I mean, it, let's face it, it. When you say San Marino, you go San Marino, California. No, this is, we're talking about Italy. What part of Italy is it? Is If I say um, the boot, the heel, the toe? It's about, it's actually right, right around the, the, the ankle, you know, in the, in the central okay. part of Italy, about uh, two hours south of Venice. Mm. Um, kind of in a very central location of Italy. The Olympic dream for many has been postponed an entire year, and some would say that may not even be enough then, but with the Russians recently coming out with the news that they've come up with a vaccine and they're producing some 30 million uh, doses of the vaccine, and the U.S. Uh, is saying, you know, don't don't rush to judgment. You know, they, that may not be the vaccine, but I'll take any port in a storm at this point, right? But I want yeah. to see the Olympic Games happen. I want to see it happen uh, responsibly and safely for our athletes, our fans. And I could really, I could care less about NBC and their coverage of the Olympic Games. Care less. They've done a disservice to our sports, so I'm going to do a disservice there. Um, I believe that our wrestlers deserve an opportunity to compete, as do the athletes of any other sport. But your opinion, sir, do the 2021 Olympic Games happen? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I, I you know, I try to be optimistic, and obviously, I'm no scientist or you know, no infectious disease expert. So, um, that 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 statement right there doesn't have a lot of uh, um, backing behind it. 
uh, as of now, but I think, you know, just the way we're moving and the protocols that we have in place, I think the only reason why it wouldn't happen would have to be a money issue, you know, something that maybe they think that the cancellation could cost them millions or billions of dollars, so they, they get worried and pull out too early, but I think it's it's far enough in the future that hopefully, you know, it'll happen. Uh, Miles, I've had the pleasure the past few NCAA tournaments to sit in close proximity to, I believe it's your dad. Um, what's it like to have the, like a very, he's very fun to watch. I'm, you know, I watch him almost the whole time. Anytime yeah. there's a Michigan guy out on the mats, uh, what's it like to have like a very passionate, um, it is your dad, correct? Yeah. Yeah. yeah very dad. passionate dad in your corner. What's that like? Well, I, I mean, you could probably tell me, I think, uh, Sometimes he's more fun to watch than the match. <laughs> Exciting. Uh, he's, he's pretty uh, vocal and animated for all my matches. Um, it's something that he, he, he's always been that way. Uh, and even, you know, whether it's a practice or whether it's, you know, when I'm cutting weight, he's, he's always there and he's kind of, promo- uh, you know, just promoting a positive attitude, a pro- positive atmosphere. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a big reason why I am where I am today uh, and why, you know, I qualify for the Olympics and, I uh, just continue to, you know, kind of exceed my expectations. I think it's it's a lot of, you know, him being in the background, kind of giving me that that positive reinforcement. Training stateside, as you are, uh, is is it difficult? I don't even know what what or how it happens that San Marino would say, yeah, yeah, you can wrestle for us. How does that happen? Um. Well. You know, I, I, it's funny. I had, to, I had to ponder this question about three years ago when I when I was deciding to wrestle for them. So, luckily, there's a uh, a large population of Samaritanese people in the Detroit area, right by about 20 minutes from my house. Um, so, I was able to get in touch with the. Actually, they have a, a consulate um, right down the street from me, and um, they they had the the contact for the Olympic Committee over in San Marino, and. Um, Funniest part of it all, I guess I'll tell you, is we, we had to go over to San Marino at a point in time and kind of do like a tryout to wrestle for them. Really? And, you know, they brought over some guys from the Italian national team. And uh, my brother and I kind of just sparred with them, wrestled some live positions. And uh, it was pretty quickly after they realized, like, you know, these guys are elite wrestlers, like world-class level wrestlers. So um, after that, you know, it was more like just working out the, the small – you know, complexities and uh, details of how to actually, you know, register us and all that stuff. But, yeah, that was kind of the turning point where they were like, all right, now we can, we're, we're ready to help you and make, make it work. We really want you to be on our team. That's pretty cool. Now, the let's face it, these are the dreams of every young athlete, no matter the sport, but wrestling is what we're talking about. And if you think about it, you had uh, all these years to prep, and then four months away from the 2020 Olympic Games, you get the word that Shinzo Abe and, and Tommy Bach, I call him Tommy, his real name's Thomas, uh, Thomas Bach agreed to postpone the Olympics until 2021 because of the global coronavirus outbreak. What was your initial feeling? How optimistic? Uh, and, and, and furthermore, as, as optimistic as you were during training, and then you get this news, how much, uh, I mean, that had to have been just devastating. Yeah, it was tough news. Um, obviously, there's no easy way to, to take that kind of news, but 
I think, you know, just the way that things were kind of rolling uh, with them canceling all these other things, uh, I had a few weeks to kind of prepare and say, hey, you know, let's let's try to take something good out of this and uh, take something to where, hey, I'm going to turn this and make it work in my favor. So um, at first it was tough, but then I started to realize, like, hey, I'm, I'm 23 years old, just turned 23, and looking at most of the other competitors, um, you know, and on this senior level circuit, they're about 27 years and, and older. So, um, you know, this extra year is just going to help me to be a more experienced wrestler. I'm going to get a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger. Um, I'm going to get to work with Sergey Belaglazov an extra year. You know, he just got here a year ago, and he's considered one of the best wrestlers of all time. So yep. only going to, you know, improve my technique, um, you know, that much more. And so I started looking at it and I kind of just made a list and said, you know, there's actually a lot of things to be kind of looked forward to with it, with it being postponed up. I'm going to take this and turn it to my advantage. So it is. that's where I'm at now. Um, at first I was definitely a little bit disappointed, but now looking at it, I'm like, I, I still had an extra year of, of college eligibility too. I still, I mean, I still have one more season. So it's not like my clock, you know, that it was going to end after that. Anyways, I still have a college season to wrestle. And so now I'm just flip-flopping, you know. I was going to wrestle in the Olympics and then win an NCAA title. Um, I'm going to do it the other way around. Mm. Zach, that's a wrestler's mentality, yeah? That is what it is, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I'm, I'm absolutely a Miles I mean, fan, and uh, your brother obviously is as well. Uh, we're, we're friends on LinkedIn, another social media oh, business great. platform. Yeah, right? <laughs> but... Uh, this is a way for you to reach out to fans. Social media has become, uh, for some Pat Downey and others, uh, some can be a <laughs> negative, some can be a positive. What are your thoughts on social media? Um, you know, and it's funny, this is kind of a, a mixed feeling for me. Um, for so long, I was kind of against it. I just thought, you know, a lot of it's just, it's good promotion, but at the same time, it can be pretty toxic just, uh, you know, mm-hmm. You, it's almost it's giving you like almost either an echo chamber of, of all the things you want to hear or you know you can fall down this loop of like you're looking for things that you know you disagree with or that you know hurt your confidence or something like that so um but recently i started to look at it and i was like you know what a, what a great way i was starting to look at some of these wrestlers and you know how they promote themselves and the, the fan base that they're able to grow just through you know kind of constantly working on their social media and i think it's a great proponent for uh, growing wrestling. I mean, I, I can't deny it at this point. It's, it's definitely, there's, there's gotta be, a, you know, it's just, you can, you can see it. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's something that I, I probably would like to be more active on. I'm just kind of bad about it. It's, it's, uh, it's hard for me to stare at a phone for a few hours working on that stuff, but I, I think it's a great way to grow wrestling. Like, uh, I, I saw some of the, the Twitter stuff recently with, some of the arguments about women's wrestling and Greco-Roman and <laughs> obviously, you know, that's, that's a big, big argument and discussion. And You're talking about the, the Pat Downey story. Yeah. 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 I am. Yeah. <laughs> and the, you know, and I, I don't really have any, any comments on it, but right. at the same time, I think that you can, it's, it's clear to see that that discussion definitely got wrestling talked about more, right. more. And I think brought women's wrestling in the discussion as well of like, Hey, yeah, maybe we are neglecting women's wrestling a little bit, and we can do a better job of trying to promote that. Miles, I run a YouTube channel called Stalemates where I cover the Twitter T, and since you said that you've been on social media more often, if you ever 
are about to get into any sort of Twitter drama, you let me know ahead of time so I can have my computer ready. (laughs) (laughs) That's one thing that on social media, you'll never see me getting into those debates. I'm I'm a a two-click guy. You know, I click log off and, you know, exit on my my computer screen. Fair enough. Fair enough. I got another question for you. Uh, Michigan, a few years ago, they did the big deal with Jordan Brand. What do you think about getting the Jordan Brand logo on maybe wrestling shoes one day? Uh, that would be a dream. <laughs> Do they ever send you I mean, stuff? Um, no, not really. I, uh, they, they're exclusively with football and basketball. Okay. Um, unfortunately, I mean, can you imagine how cool that'd be to have a Jordan wrestling shoe? So, what do you do um, then if you have uh, if you have a uh, um, what's on your guys' singlet now? Is it Nike? It's Nike. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's that relationship like? Uh, like being that you guys have Cliff Keen and everything. Is that uh, is that weird? Uh, actually, so I, I misspoke. We our singlets are Cliff Keen still. All of our gear, shoes, everything is Nike. Okay. So, yeah, Cliff Keen still has sole rights, I believe, to our singlets and our headgear. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know how long that deal lasts or what, what the deal consists of, but um, I know we're still loyal to Cliff Keen. So I uh, kind of misspoke there, but it, it's all right. Both of them are great, you know, great apparel lines. Obviously, Nike's a sure. giant, but Cliff Keen does a really good job of specializing in and singlets and and gear uh, related to wrestling. I mean, sure. are you training? Are you training at the Cliff Keen RTC? Yeah, yeah, that's where I've kind of been for the past year. I mean, even though technically I'm at Michigan, I've been working out with the RTC because of my Olympic redshirt, and then sure. kind of just working in the summer and whatnot. Uh, have great practice partners with the RTC, so I've kind of been sticking around them a lot. Has Alex Derringer already made the move over there? No, when I go like yeah, this, I mean, has. stop talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that meant keep going. No, no, that would be... teach me these things. <laughs> oh man, Miles, um, tell everybody how to be in touch with you on social. Um, so my my uh, my at name pretty much on all my social medias is just Miles M Y L E S Amin A M I N E, and I'm on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter mostly. Facebook, I I have it for the parents and for family friends, but I don't really go on there. <laughs> you you got to go on stalemates, man, for a longer, long, uh, interview. I think you'd have a lot of fun. This portion of our program brought to you by our friends of barbarian apparel, barbarian apparel does it right. Joshua and his beautiful wife got a new facility under construction. As we speak, we wish them the best get online, check out barbarians gear. They could do it for a team and individuals as well. Barbarian apparel miles. Thanks for the time. Best to your fam. Okay. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on the show, Scott. It's uh, it's awesome opportunity. He's really looking at the it. bright side of it, you know, not the disappointing side, the bright side of it. Another preparatory period of time. I like that, and he's making the most out of it, gleaning as much as he can for the best coaches in the world. Miles Amin has been our guest. You're listening to USA Takedown. Back after this short time out on 1350 ESPN. USA Takedown up here on the Defense Soap Newsmaker Hotline. Joe Rogan said, that stuff is awesome. I just ordered a ton of it and use it every day. Defense soap. It's what the pros use. 
Kaldenberg's PBS Landscaping knows what grows best in Iowa because they're from Iowa. Locally owned and operated, Kaldenberg's is a full-service landscaping and lawn care company. Everything you need from lawn care and landscape design to water features, tree planting, irrigation, and snow removal. Matt Kaldenberg and his staff are great. They take care of my family year-round. They can take care of yours, too. My office and home, they cover it all. They're my friends and should be yours as well. Visit them at KaldenbergLandscaping.com. The wrong financial decisions can undermine the best intentions. Whether concerned for your business or your family's financial future, Trent Weatherman will develop a plan, identifying your goals, and set you on the path to financial security. Trent makes plans for people. No matter your goals, Trent has access to top-rated products and services to help you meet them. In April of 2019, NerdWallet identified Northwestern Mutual as the best life insurance company. Northwestern Mutual is in the top 10 U.S. independent investment broker-dealers in the United States. See the difference for yourself at trentweatherman.nm.com. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Wild Rose Casino Studios. It's another Friday. We're here every Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., 1350 ESPN. You Scott, what do you know? Up, baby. I love that. You know, Miles Amin uh, was our guest here just moments ago, and he is uh, looking at this glass half full, um, and I like it. By the way, I want to congratulate. I didn't do this last week, and I was sworn to secrecy. Uh, I am a grandpa. Yes. Yes, and I have a... Uh, New grandson, his name is Kai. Okay. So my congratulations to my son, Cole, and his beautiful wife, Kira. Uh, healthy baby boy, beautiful kid. And I get to meet him, I think, tonight for the very first time. The whole COVID thing. I mean, I would have been over there the minute that baby was oh, born yes. at the hospital. But I think you can't even drive by hospitals now without being tested for COVID. No, if you sneeze a mile within a hospital, you go to jail. By the way, up to this point, did you notice we have not yet once talked about whether or not there was going to be a football season in any conference or the NFL? That's an accomplishment in itself. I know. I am so sad for every broadcaster. Zubin's got a new morning show coming up on ESPN. Um, Zubin is a former Iowan, by the way. was at Channel 5 for years. Now he'll have a own morning show on uh, ESPN radio. You'll want to tune in for that. That'll be right prior to us being on the air every Friday, Zubin Mahenti and uh, his cast and crew of that show. Do want to thank our executive producer, Joshua Relitz and our producer, Danny Bishop, everybody at the Des Moines radio group and the, the corporate name, Danny of the Des Moines radio Saga. group is Saga communications. Yes. Even bigger. They're, they're all across the country. Of course. Yeah. They're everywhere. Uh, so Miles Amin, Greg Warren, Mike Zadick, which I know you enjoyed as much as I did. Oh, yes. There's power in the beard. There is power in the beard. Make no mistake about it. Do want to thank Sandy Stevens, uh, Dorothy Mayab. Who are some of the guests we're expecting next week on the show, leaving out the last three? <laughs> next week on the show, we have Bobby Douglas, yeah. BJ Futrell, and Luke Eustace. All right. We're also uh, going to be scheduling Trent Weatherman, I understand. Um, I, I've got some go-to guys I'd like to bring on the show. I'm not going to say it out loud who I want because I don't want to put a whole lot of undue pressure on them, but, uh, there will be shows in the future where we'll talk to folks from the national wrestling, uh, hall of fame. We'll talk. Yes. We'll talk with national, uh, wrestling coaches association, the national college wrestling association. We'll be talking with, 
uh, a variety of different governing bodies. We'll be talking with fellow co or fellow hosts of other radio shows. Uh, Rick comes to mind, by the way, uh, will be joining us as we'll be joining him on his show. And I understand he wants to be on your stalemate show as well. Yeah, let's do it. I would love to have him. Yeah, this is uh, what a what a great way to catapult you back to the shop that is Paramount Barbering Company on Des Moines East Village in Des Moines East Village, where appointments are necessary because it is that busy. Yes. When you guys had to take off two months, mm-hmm. how difficult was that for you? Uh, mentally, it was difficult. Physically, it was kind of cool because yeah. I could, you know, relax for a little bit. But uh, you know me, I can't sit still for very long. No. So um you just try to make the best of it as uh miles amin said yeah and uh, i think i did just that i think you did as well and and uh, go over there check it out uh, look for them online how can they make an appointment uh you can go to our website www.paramountbarberingco.com and then you just click book an appointment usa takedown is brought to you by wild rose casino and resort by trent weatherman your northwestern mutual financial consultant by defense soap and by mullet's restaurant by Barbarian Apparel and by PBS Landscaping, by Paul Sazinski and Jimmy St. Clair. Thank you, guys. Nobody leads the community effort like you two. By Ghazali's Mediterranean Restaurant and by Five Talents Wealth Management. Amongst our great sponsors, we appreciate you. Don't forget, you can catch Greg Warren's new uh, comedy special. It's an hour-long comedy special on Amazon Prime. It's called Where the Field Corn grows. Uh, Greg Warren, uh, ultimately a very funny guy. We never have enough time because he always takes a little while to get warmed up. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you just did an hour, it'd be a different story. You know, you have plenty of time with Greg Warren, but uh, do want to thank Dorothy Mayab as well. What did we learn today, Zach? Oh man, I learned a lot. Mostly the difference between field corn and sweet corn. Sweet corn and field corn, is that it? <laughs> All right. Don't forget, folks, mask up. I want you to just to think about this. Mask up. And it's not just you you're protecting, it's those around you you're protecting. Whether or not you think you've had the virus or have had the virus or not, just be a part of the success that is uh, that which is out there. And that is masking up, protecting each other, protecting our loved ones and those we don't even know. Be a part of the success and our ability to kick butt on this particular disease, this pandemic known as coronavirus-19. All right, for all of us at USA Takedown, I'm Scott Casper for Zach Bogle. You've been listening to USA Takedown on Iowa Sports Leader 1350 ESPN. KRNT Des Moines. A Des Moines Radio Group station. Simulcasting on 102.1 FM. This is 1350 ESPN. We will not lose sight of the... Don Lebatard. A texter has thundered in.